would be a compliment on someone's outfit or paying for the person in line at Starbucks behind you. It could be as simple as flashing a stranger a smile or letting someone pull out in front of you. So many little gestures could completely change someone's day. I guess if you're like a musician of some sort or you wrote like a New York Times bestseller, you're used to hearing how you've changed somebody's life. I remember one time I was at a Stained concert. By the way, Stained is like one of my all-time favorite bands. Like Epiphany has always fucking spoke to my soul because it's always raining in my head. Ugh, same, bro. Fucking same. But I remember at this concert, I was sitting behind a couple and they were just sobbing together, like during one of the songs, like holding each other and they were both crying. And I just remember finding that moment to be like so beautiful. Like, wow, to write a song that is so moving and so powerful to people. Like you have to know like what an impact you made on someone, which is like one of the biggest reasons why I'm such like a music fanatic. Like my dream job has always been to write music because I love lyrics and I love poetry so much. Like I have a whole episode on my love for music if you haven't heard it. But to know that your thoughts and your feelings in a song have changed somebody's life, like that feeling has to be so incredible. But I've barely experienced anything close to that. But I did get a visit from one of my listeners that I'd never met before. Tanya and her twin sister found me at Dre's and it was such a pleasure meeting them. For someone to go out of their way to not only just say that they listen and that they like the episodes, but to find me like at my job and come up to me, it was just like, I was like so taken back. Um, but yeah, so like I, when I say that I love like the feedback I get from people, like I mean it from the actual bottom of my fucking heart. Like Tanya was like the sweetest thing too. She ran up to me and she's like, Missy. And like after we were acquainted and she like reminded me, you know, that she had emailed me and like, you know, whatever. She was like, oh my God, we knew it was you. And she like motioned over to her sister and her sister came running over and oh my God, they were just, I fucking, they were so cute. And then she asked me, she's like, Missy, are you back on your bullshit? <laughs> like, yes, Tanya. Yes, I am. Thank you. Um, but it meant the world to me meeting both of you. Like that was so awesome. And for real though, like over the weekend after I did that episode, I had like two coworkers mentioned to me that like they too are back on their bullshit and how that episode just like spoke to them, you know, being back to work and like dealing with everything that we've been doing. And I wish people could just understand like how much it means to me. Like I'm not bullshitting you. Like I, and I have a lot of new cocktail servers too that have listened and like, it's cool because now they get to kind of know me and not just like the me that they see at work. Um, but yeah, I just, I wish people could like understand like how much it really truly means to me. I had a conversation with another uh, former coworker. This was a couple weeks ago and we were catching up because we were dealing with something that was going on with his table. He's a host. And like literally after 10 minutes of just shooting the shit, he's like, Oh yeah. Hey, I listen to your podcast. And I was like, Oh, like, cool. That's amazing. Like, thank you for the support. That's awesome. And he's like, yeah, I actually quit taking Percocet after your episode on addiction. My heart fucking dropped. Like I literally felt like I just like blacked out. Like, and I just started getting so emotional. Like, actual tears like you guys know i don't cry uh but side note like one of the girls saw like how emotional i was getting and she panicked she's like <laughs> it was probably like seeing a unicorn get its dick sucked like that doesn't happen especially at my job and she's like are you crying should i call someone because <laughs> like to see me emotional especially like in the service while at work um but nothing, like literally nothing has ever meant more to me in reference to my podcast. Like my episode on addiction is like one of my most personal episodes and like everything I said is just like so soul bearing for me, you know, and to know that I've helped anyone with any of my episodes in general is an honor. But to know that I've helped with someone's addiction problem or potential addiction problem, like words can't even explain that shit. And 
but like what all what little things have given you happiness you know like genuine compliments are the fucking best like and i try to be conscious of when someone's wearing something cute or like their hair looks nice because instead of just thinking it i try to say it you know i don't want to force it i don't want it to be fake but like hey your hair looks nice today i like your hair like that it's just enough to make somebody smile you know or if you see someone at the gym that's like busting their ass and say like damn you're looking lean or like damn you look jacked today like it'll totally change someone's mood and probably even their whole day you know especially if you're not someone that like compliments them often or like you talk to them often um but on a more serious note like reminding people like how much you care about them like people that you love like telling them things like i appreciate you i'm proud of you i miss you i love your dick you know whatever fits in your situation but just to like remind people how you feel about them you know like we're always told like actions speak louder than words we grow up getting that pounded into our brains that people will say things but it's what they do that actually matters most I don't know why for me, like words have always just like hit me harder. Like things that people say have always stuck with me more than actions. You know, maybe that's why I love music and poetry so much. There's something about words just like being put together to describe feelings that like no one else feels except that person. For example, like if a guy tells you he loves you, but doesn't act like it, we're supposed to go with the fact that he doesn't show it so he can't actually love you. But for me, it's like he said it, so it's true. You know, and so I think that's probably like a weakness for me, like believing words over actions because, you know, certain things that people say like will just stick with me. I'm not talking like sticks and stones will break your bones. Like I'm not talking about that kind of shit. Like, yeah, like when I was younger, if someone called me names, like I would be super upset. I've been called a lot of fucking names, you know, and obviously as an adult, there aren't a ton of words that will offend me at this point in my life. I mean, I don't think there's anything I haven't been called. You know, honestly, even what God was it fourth grade, somebody called me Barbie and I got super upset. I was like actually offended. And then now I kind of strive for <laughs> for that look. Um, yeah, I remember we, uh, it was me and another girl. We got called, uh, oh God, what was it? I got, she called me Barbie. And then the other girl got called like a fat hippo or something stupid. And in fourth grade to deal with those kind of problems, they put you in the rainbow club. It's called the rainbow club. And that's where you have to like hash out your differences and like work together and do projects together and like, all because they called us a couple names and there was like this feud between like me and my friend and like this girl and her friend. And but yeah, they called me Barbie and I was offended and got sent to the principal over it. Um, but we all, we all get called names. And I've said before, like I'm very self-aware, like I know exactly who and what I am. So if you're calling me a name, that's true. I already know it. You know what I mean? To be called anything in the world. I, I believe it. And it's, it's probably true. Um, but even with this podcast, like loving people telling me that they've listened or giving me feedback on an episode, like obviously the action of actually listening is important, but the feeling that I get from people telling me that they have, it just hits different, you know? Um, but I think I always get uncomfortable too, when a person tells me that they've listened for the first time, especially when it's like out of nowhere, like it doesn't get brought up. It's just like in passing. Oh yeah. Hey, listen to your podcast. Like I bear a lot of my soul here. Like, honestly, if you want to know exactly who I am, there are about 40 episodes that will tell you just that. So when someone said that they listen, there's like a six, a split second where my thoughts are like, fuck, like, hi, here's all of my issues tied in a knot with a bow on top. Judge me. <laughs> but, then, but then it's followed with like a ton of gratitude when people say that they loved it. I read a quote that I, I thought fit perfectly with this podcast and it was words are singularly the most powerful force available to humanity. We can choose this force constructively with words of encouragement or destructively using words of despair. Words have energy and power with the ability to help, to heal, to hinder, to hurt, 
to harm, to humiliate, and to humble. Choose your words wisely. Use them to brighten someone's day. And never speak words to someone that will lead them to believe that you care about them more than you actually do. You never know who's going to take those words to heart. You can hit me when it's up, but what's up? You can hit me when it's up, but what's up? You can hit me when it's up, but what's up?